Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Into the Ropes, your pro wrestling escape podcast. I am your host, Kyle, alongside with my beautiful, 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 stunning wife, Jamie. Hey, everybody. Did you like that intro? <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, I threw you up a little bit there, didn't I? I did. Awesome. Well, this is our 11th episode, and hope everybody's doing well. It is Thursday night, so last night we have a lot to talk about. And one thing I do want to say, thank you to everybody out there that has provided us uh, some feedback on our podcast because I know recently we started our account on Twitter mm-hmm. and on Twitter I've gotten a lot of uh, really good feedback from uh, some you know some fellow uh, people out there reaching out to us and us reaching out to them. The wrestling community is very strong, especially on the, in Twitter world. Yeah, uh, people love so their wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and they communicate really well through Twitter. So. They do, they do, and there's some things that some people put some dicey stuff on there. Obviously, I don't engage with it, but. Everybody has their own opinion. That's the beauty of social media and sometimes maybe the downfall. But again, thank you for those of you that have tuned in and have continued to do so. Uh, also, if you do continue to enjoy us, please also leave us a, a, a very glowing review or rating <laughs> on wherever you listen to us on your platform, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify. You just let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get into it, I do want to let you know I'm going to start this new thing where I am sipping on a beer per each episode, or it could be a liquor drink. So the beer today is by a brewery by the name of Steel Hands, and I am drinking their Punch Clock Pilsner. So uh, thank you, Steel Hands, and it is quite tasty. You may need a few to get through this episode. We've got a lot to go through. Yep, and I'm still just drinking water because I'm still participating in dry January. Dry January. So. Good, good for her, right? <laughs> Do you feel, do you feel better? I do, and I'm like halfway through, so I'm going to stick it out. And you said you lost some weight, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Lost some weight, and I'm not a big person, so I feel like it's a good thing. Yeah, good. <laughs> good for you. I'll drink for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and kick off with our wrestler of the day. Jamie, why don't you tell everybody who it's going to be? This week, we're going to talk about DDP, also known as Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, he, um, that's a good one to pick. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty relevant Seems right pretty now. pretty relevant right so now. So we thought he'd be a good one to talk about and kind of see where he came from. Um, he was, he's 63 years old, and he's from New Jersey. Yep, originally, yep. Yep, and um, as he was growing up and still to this day, he's kind of had the battle with being dyslexic, so mm-hmm. pr- probably had a harder time with in school. Um, he did play basketball in high school. high school, yep. And then he did go to college, but he left pretty quickly to go work full-time. Right, yeah, he actually made his way down south to uh, a a little (laughs) town called Fort Myers, where I'm born and raised, and Jamie lived most of her life in Fort Myers, and a lot of our family and friends were still down there, so learning this really just blew our minds. Exactly. And so, yeah, he owned a, 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 I guess, like a a dance club, a rock Mm -hmm. bar slash dance club in Fort Myers called Norma Jeans. Yep, back in the 80s, so Kyle and I were born in the late 80s, so didn't get to experience this no, bar club. No, we'll have to ask our parents. Yeah, we'll have to see if they ever went. Cause, like, or maybe not, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Norma Jeans, uh, you know, is, is a very, very successful club. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really set them apart out is a lot of people would associate Norma Jeans, they always had a pink Cadillac, and that was DDP's. Mm-hmm. And so he had this very successful bar, and a ton of people would come in, and it got to the point where... He actually realized one night he's looking in the crowd. You know, he's you know getting his money, slinging the the the, the beers and whatever, being a manager. Mm-hmm. And he noticed he sees this really big guy, and he asks one of his coworkers. He goes, "Who is that? Is that Jake the yeah. Snake Roberts?" And he goes, "Yeah, boss, it is." Mm-hmm. And uh, so he goes up to Jake the Snake, and he goes, "Are you Jake the Snake Roberts?" <laughs> <laughs> 
He goes, who wants to know? <laughs> he goes, well, the manager. Uh-huh. And, uh, DD, and DDP said that, and Jake Roberts goes, well, are you the manager? He goes, yeah, I am. He goes, yep, then I'm Jake the Snake. So apparently they kind of just they randomly kicked it off there. Jake the Snake was uh, coming through town through probably one of the house shows, shows they had there. Yeah. And, you know, that really kind of just catapulted where it all started. And uh, other wrestlers came through. Jake the Snake, you know, word of mouth is such a powerful thing. And after a show, hopefully not before a show, but who knows, back then they, they might, might have. But uh, a lot of wrestlers would run in. through there. Ted DiBiase, uh, there were... There was a rumor out there that him and DDP had a uh, a drinking match oh, in the bar. I uh, couldn't really find uh, concrete details on that, but nonetheless, it's a pretty cool story. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that kind of really started his, his career by just like talking with talking with wrestlers, wrestlers that came and through. And, and keep and in mind, DDP is a big, big guy. A big guy. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, he's a big personality. A huge personality because he also, you know, he's promoting his. Uh, Norma Bond. Jean, yeah. he's doing it on the radio, he's doing it on TV. Uh-huh. I believe he did his CBS Wink and Fort Myers. Oh, really? <laughs> and, but he, he basically was a character, so his uh-huh. voice was all over the place, very charismatic, you know, GDP-wise. And that really, I guess, caught the ear of some people in uh, AWA. Mm-hmm. And then an AWA at the time had Paulie Dangerously, who we all know as Paul Heyman. He was leaving, and he was a manager at the time. He was going to NWA, mm-hmm. so they had a spot open for a manager. Manager. So Word got around. That GDP needs to be able call. to talk, mm-hmm. right? He got a phone call, and he made his way down to, or made his way down, made his way over to Vegas for a mm-hmm. tryout. Obviously, they loved him. He was there for about a year. Doing the manager stuff. They made the manager stuff, yeah. and then he went to Florida Championship Wrestling, and that's when he started really getting into the wrestling. Like, so that's when he was trained. Mm-hmm. So, and this was all. I mean, he didn't get called to AWA until he was thirty-one. Right. So, I mean, he didn't start being trained to wrestle until 32, maybe 33, let's say, by that time. I would imagine, even though he was a manager, probably still got in the ring and messed around probably. a little bit. But, man, he well, he was 31? Yeah. You know how old I am, right, babe? You're 31, almost 32. I'm waiting on that phone call, right? <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to call you soon. <laughs> Except I'm at 6'5 and 220, so. You can still talk, though. <laughs> you can be manager. Yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, so he was in Florida Florida Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. and he started really uh, trying to develop his wrestling persona, mm-hmm. and then he did try out in 1990 for WWF. And he what happened? W- uh, I believe they said no. He was denied. He was denied. Whether it was an age thing, who yeah. knows? Yeah. I mean, it could have been anything. We weren't there. Mm-hmm. But isn't that crazy hearing stories like that? Yeah. Hear Michael Jordan getting cut from his JV mm-hmm. basketball team. And- exactly, because I feel like DDP is a big name, and people know who, Everybody he, knows is. who he is. Yeah, exactly, and that WWF said... No. Um, but then, so after he was denied from WWF, Dusty Rhodes actually brought him on to WCW. He did. He had him go to the the power plant, what they called it at the mm-hmm. time, where basically the training ground for new wrestlers. And he would, he would go there anytime he wasn't booked on the shows. But that kind of really transcended to where he got to today. Like, once again, mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes, the gift that keeps on giving, um, discovered oh, him. Yep. Kept him and helped develop him. And helped develop him. Yeah, exactly. And then he ended up being a three-time WCW champion he while sure he did. was there. He did. So I mean, he did really well in WCW, and that's where his name really started to pop. I think he had in some the wrestling great world. Moments. And you know, obviously his diamond cutter and just his persona, his outfit, everything. Mm-hmm. He just he had it all. Yeah. yeah. Whether he was thirty-five, it doesn't matter because he still performed in the ring. Mm-hmm. And then of course. 
2001 came around and he went back to WWF and of course they that's wanted when, him that's then. When, that's when they uh, yeah. that's when WWF bought out WCW. WCW. So it's probably why he went over but um, either way he finally did get to make it to WWF. He did and obviously WWF he had a very good career there. Mm-hmm. Don't want to go into too much detail but he was very successful mm-hmm. and we all know DDP Yoga. Yeah, so basically he retired from wrestling and decided that he needed to take care of himself, and mm-hmm. he started doing yoga, which I feel is a powerful thing, and I'm not sure that a lot of wrestlers do that or did that at the time. They may now. We, he essentially saved Jake the Snake Roberts' life and Scott Hall. Yeah, so he created this whole yoga regimen all mm-hmm. on his own. So I think it really called out to the male athletes a lot because it was more of a Sometimes still is. is more like a female sort of. Well, think about it. Anytime I hear somebody say yoga, I'm sorry, I, I still don't think of DDP, but, but yeah. this is different. He modified it to where it's a little yeah. more cardio. I feel like this is a yoga that you would try if I were to I buy it and bring it home. Well, I'm, I'm to, doing it. I might have to get it because it sounds like he's helped a lot of people out. And what are you saying? That you need yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm in dire straits by any means. But you need it. <laughs> I, I, I could go for uh, some good cardio conditioning, so... But he got really popular off this yoga, and people that aren't even wrestling fans are doing mm-hmm. DDP yoga. So yeah. uh, I think that's helped him out, and since then, he's made a new appearance. He did, over at All Elite yeah. Wrestling. He's made several appearances, yeah. actually. And last night was AEW's uh, Dynamite episode, but they, it was named Bash at the Beach, mm-hmm. which before we get into we'll get on we'll get DDP, we'll get into his uh match a little bit later on but mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and cover all elite wrestling bash at the beach and i do want to go ahead and start off saying that i really like how they take a pay-per-view name and they basically just made it a regular show, show. within the week mm-hmm. uh, even you made the comment last night you're like you're pretty you're pretty pumped for this you're yeah like, you were you're excited <laughs> yeah was, well because it, it essentially was a pay-per-view and it wasn't just another run of the mill oh it's just another episode now, those of you out there, you do have your own opinions where you probably thought, oh, last night sucked for AEW, which is fine. That's great. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But uh, it definitely started out with that, uh, well, essentially eight-man tag match, yeah, so yeah. four tag teams, and whoever won uh, will go on to next week on All Elite Wrestling to challenge for the tag team titles against SCU. Yes. Will you, um, who were the four People that were in there. The four yeah, teams. So, yeah, it was the Young Bucks. It was a Proud and Powerful, uh, Hangman, uh, Paige, and Kenny Omega were a team together. Uh-huh. Uh, best friends with, of course, Orange Cassidy. Of course, Orange Cassidy was there. Um, so, yeah, it was, the, it was them four. And who did I say was going to win? when he, They all first came out. And you were like, no way, they're not going to. You or actually, you didn't say no way, but you weren't. You didn't necessarily agree with me. No, I, I wanted Proud and Powerful to win. Yeah, and then I, I, I'm just big fans of them. I said, Even when they were lax. I said it was going to be Hangman Page and Omega. Kenny Omega. You did. But I mean, because they're not a tag team. This is like a new thing for them. They just like came mm-hmm. out together. Kind and of just put them together. Yeah, the other three were already established tag teams. So they kind of just put them together. But I just had a weird feeling that they were going to have them win. Right. And if they were really smart, they would let Orange Cassidy's group win. Just to give him just more camera him, time. He's not going to go anywhere. They're going to no, still give him I camera know. time. <laughs> I know. But all in all, you know... It was, uh, it was a great match. There's a lot of spots. Well, there's uh, no disqualification, too. So people were able to come in and out of the ring anytime they wanted. So it was kind of, a, it was a little bit of a 
It was a very relaxed tag match. I don't want to say mess, but there was just a lot going on sometimes. There's a lot going on, and that's been a thing, too, with all elite wrestling with their tag matches. There's a lot of people out there saying that it's, their tag matches are sloppy in terms of where they're not tagging people. Laying. Yeah, yeah. And I, I believe, I want to say they had like a closed-door meeting with all the talent. I think mm-hmm. Jericho... One of the higher ups, Jericho or Omega, essentially ripped the locker room a new one. Like, hey, we gotta get our shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, we gotta clean this up. But it'll yeah. get better with time. It's still a very new product. The match overall was very entertaining, but it was mm-hmm. a little sloppy. Yeah, I mean, I guess anytime you have eight, and if you include, but when you um, have eight people, like you said, I Orange mean, Cassidy in there too. There's nine people out there plus the ref. I mean, there's just ten people on. that you're constantly watching. It, it's it's kind of a lot. So. Um, do you need a cigarette break after that or something? I don't... Gross. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was um, going to say a beer, but you're, you're dry January. So. <laughs> no. But either way, I mean, yeah, like you said, it was it was a good match. It was fine, I guess. But I just think they need a two-on-two is fine for me. <laughs> yeah, just one tag team against another. Yeah. I think well, you're going to get that next week for the title. Exactly. So I'll be looking forward to that tag team match better. Yeah. I think the titles will change. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they might be pushing this. Well, I think, you know, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page just have a good following right now. And especially Hangman Page now with this whole beer drinking thing. (laughs) I I love it. The crowd absolutely loves him. Mm -hmm. So they might give them the push and have the titles changed. Later on the show, he was, like, drunk. and Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of forgot about that. And And Omega had to, like, like, save him and just, you know, vouch for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I guess the next match of the night was... Um, it was a women's match. So there was Sheeta and Statlander mm-hmm. versus... The Nightmare Collective. Nightmare Collective. So that was uh, Brandy Rhodes and Mel. And Mel. Mel, remember, was the one uh, several months ago where supposedly she was a fan in the crowd who had long hair at the time. And now she's got the shaved head. And now she has the shaved head because they were collecting hair. So. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, They haven't done that in a few episodes. Yeah. But uh, overall, I mean, yeah. I... I get the storyline. I understand the storyline. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just, I don't want to bash him, but just the in-ring wrestling is just not there yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we kind of touched on this last week. We did. We did. So we don't necessarily need to go into super details, but yeah, they just have still some work to do. They have but some work to do. It and was an okay match. Just keep the storyline the way it's going. Stick with mm-hmm. it. Um, take a page out of WWE's book with the whole Lana and... Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. I'm just I'm like, kidding. <laughs> my eyes are widening while he's talking about this. I'm like, please don't no, do that it's not even on, Here's the thing. It's not on that level, so they're okay. Yeah. That is not. <laughs> yeah. And yes, we're going to make fun of WWE, and we will make fun of AEW as needed as well. We like both. <laughs> so people out there can suck it. You can like both. Anyway, so moving on. Yeah, so the whole Nightmare Collective, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Oh. Now they have that creepy guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's fine. Anyway, so we'll move on from that. Um, let's see. Okay, so the next match of the night, probably one of the most, one of my favorites, at least of the night, was uh, John Moxley versus Sammy Guevara, or the Guevara. Spanish God. Spanish God. So that, I mean, obviously, they were in this match to become a contender. Yeah, so essentially it was the semifinals. To, yes. Yep. To get to a title shot title against, shots against Jericho, Jericho yeah. at Revolution. Yep. Which obviously, um, Sammy is part of the inner circle. 
with Jericho, so we knew something was going to happen. Like, right. it was obvious. Especially that, after last week, yeah, Moxley. After, and yeah, exactly. After Moxley didn't, you know, switch sides. Well, he did for, like, two seconds, but yeah. then, you know, turned his back on him again. Yeah. And, you know, Moxley came out in his car and everything, so that it was, was just great. obvious what was going to happen. But yeah. either way, Moxley actually won the match. Mm-hmm. And then, of course... Yep. Well, it Can't went, get away scot-free. Well, it went dark in there. Yeah, it did. And then... Lights came on and the whole inner circle was there. Yeah. So it was like, what, like five or six against one? You know, an interesting thing about that, I think I, I kind of like pointed it out to you last night when we were watching it was, you know, the lights went out and it came back on. Did you notice that there was, like, they were all in front of him? There wasn't anybody behind Moxley. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So and I'm like, why can't he run? The way storytelling goes is, I mean, he essentially could just, it's almost like uh, yeah. watching a scary movie. You know the room that mm-hmm. Michael Myers is in. You want to say get out of there. But yeah. Well, it's I also guess... like, it's like he could have ran, but... Mox is not a runner. He's not... Exactly. Like, that's his character. He's yeah. not going to run. Like, he's just going to take it. I don't know if that's what the reasoning was that they set them up that way. But yeah, he had a clear opening behind him to run if he yeah. wanted to. But obviously he didn't. And what happened to... Some, some things happened. To poor Moxley. Well, they beat him up pretty good. And then... Uh... The whole crew was basically holding him up, mm-hmm. holding his arms back. And Jericho, you know, he had his uh, spike jacket on, which, by the way, is very extravagant. <laughs> very so apparently the spikes, you can take them off. So he screwed yeah. one off and mm-hmm. did the hand motion of mm-hmm. uh, bring Moxley up and mm-hmm. put that spike, gripped it in his hand, Hands, yep. and aimed it right at his forehead and got him right in the eye. Yep. Quote, unquote. Yep. Right in his eye. Right in his eyeball. And then obviously, right after that happened... Moxley sold it very, very yep. well. And he's holding his eye the whole mm-hmm. entire time. And he did a really good job of never moving his hand. Um, also, of course, Jericho did a good job of executing that. Cause he did. It actually looked really good. You know, yeah. some sometimes you can be like, all right, that was really bad. I'm guessing he probably put the spike like all the way in his hand, basically. And then aimed and above his actually, eye. Actually, like, <laughs> hit him. But yeah, didn't actually puncture him no. in the eye but they sure made it seem like he did because then you know the para- paramedics or medical team came out and like helped mm-hmm. him out and he's still just holding his eye the whole entire way back whole time so whole time and we'll we'll uh we'll bring in yeah. what happens at the end when we get to our our last match yeah but moving on next we had our six-man tag and that was uh of course our wrestler of the day ddp mm-hmm. uh also paired with a uh, dustin rhodes and qt marshall and they went up against Everyone's favorite, uh, <laughs> Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF, and he teamed up with Butcher and Blade. Mm-hmm. And I love, oh, I just love MJF. I love every time he's out there. So there's just one thing I want to mention about this match. Well, a couple what? of things. Sorry, yeah. MJF's shirt. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I knew there was a reason why we really loved him last night. <laughs> God. And what did what shirt? It, it said like, I slept with. Diamonds. No, I banged. I banged Diamond's daughter. DDP's daughter. Or something like that. Right. It was was hilarious. Like, at first, we thought maybe he was... He wasn't really flaunting it in the beginning, but Kyle noticed it right away. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, they took the camera off him. He came back. And when we came back, he's literally, like, showing the crowd his shirt. Yeah. He wanted people to definitely... I mean, obviously, that's his character. Wanted to see it. But that was hilarious <laughs> it sure was to see that <laughs> so i wanted to point that out about the match mm-hmm. and then also ddp from the yeah. top rope oh yeah jumping to off. outside yeah and, and you had said last night yeah well they all caught him well he's yeah, 63 he's 63 and he still took the chance of jumping and off you the see top our dad's rope. doing that when they were 63 
No. <laughs> because they don't do DDP yoga. Yep, exactly. Maybe they should be doing DDP yoga. <laughs> but he got he got a couple of his diamond cutters in there, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but eventually MJF found a way. To win. And, and won. Course. I mean, I kind of figured that he was going to win. And they're going to keep him. Well, you, have to, you can't have him lose. They're gonna, yeah, exactly. They're going to have him keep on winning because he's going against Cody in a few weeks. Um, I think it's, I believe it's in February. But I guess we can also touch on Cody's promo, which obviously relates back to MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out, and MJF had. What? Well, wait, hold on. What was he wearing? Oh, like a, like a Saved by the Bell suit. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Like '80s, completely '80s. I don't know. It reminds me of like Zach Morris. Um, no, Miami Vice. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've never seen Miami Vice, so I don't know what that is. Yes, people out there, I will. <laughs> I will work on this. There's Everybody white, has their faults. Like a white blazer and like the bright blue shirt. I know we're not watching that awful version of a movie when Jamie Foxx and, oh uh, God, who was it? Was it Russell Crowe? No. Oh, Farrell. Colin Farrell. I have no idea. Either whoever it was. I'm not having you watch the movie. I'm going to have you watch the show. The show is so much better. We'll see. Anyways. I probably won't watch it. So sorry. He was dressed like Miami Vice, not like Saved by the Bell. Yes. My bad. Um, <laughs> either way, he came out mainly to show off his outfit and to address. MJF's um, list of demands, demands I guess. Demands, yeah. Um, In order to face him. At Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there was three demands. Right. Um, the first one was that he was going to have a cage match with... Ward, um, Wardlow. Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's a weird name for me to say. <laughs> Sounds like a Mario Kart person. I don't know. Or is Wario. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. So, that, so obviously Cody... Agreed to that, and that should mm-hmm. be coming up maybe in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. And then the second stipulation was that he can get 10, I think they said lashes. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I had asked Kyle this. I'm like, what does that mean exactly? Like, what is 10 lashes? Because it didn't like register to me, but so after, Cody always Cody has explained a, it, though. Right. And Cody always has a belt when he wrestles. So maybe that's what it's going to be. So, so either way, he's going to get like whipped, basically. He's going to get whipped like, 10 times, yes, with a belt. Which I want, I don't know when that's gonna happen. They didn't say the date of that, but I don't know. He'll, he'll or do who's it. gonna do it? He'll take it like a man, Cody. Uh, he's taking some rough bumps along yeah, the way. That just already sounds awful. Like but, that gash above his eye. Yeah. When he landed on the uh, the ring outside the ring. Oh God! What pay per view? A few pay per views ago, and just gut blood yeah. was just gushing. I know. You, you can still you can still see it last night. Yeah. No, yeah, it'll be there for a while. Yeah. Well. So yeah, he's gonna get. Whipped with a belt or whatever, 10 times. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing was is that he has to not lay a hand on MJF until Revolution. Right. So I don't know who's going to be doing this, like, whipping. I don't know. Is it MJF or is it, like, well, They haven't said yet, so they're probably low. trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. creative, creatively what they're yeah. going to do with that. So we don't know what that is. So obviously Cody agreed to all the stipulations, so their match is set for... Revolution at this time, I guess. Is right. We don't, we're not sure when the cage matches. They didn't announce it. And mm-hmm. we all know next week on the next episode of All Elite Wrestling, wrestling is going to be on Jericho's, uh, <laughs> I believe be... it's called Rockin' Wrestling uh, Rager. It's a cruise. I'm really curious to see how this works out. Yeah, but they're, they're going to have uh, matches from there. And I'm excited. I kind of yeah. kind of wanted to go. Yeah. But eh, whatever. Maybe, well, next, maybe next time. Maybe next time. Sure. Okay. <laughs> And then we also had one last match uh, mm-hmm. of the night, and that was Pac versus Darby Allen. This mm-hmm. was the other semifinal uh, in order to become the number one contender for Le Champions <laughs> title. Mm-hmm. 
Pac won. Pac did win. Simply put. Yeah. Darby Allen is is a beast. He'll do anything and everything. Mm-hmm. He's kind of crazy, actually. I listened to his. Uh, he was on a Jericho's uh, Talk Is Jericho podcast. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, he got the guy's been through a life. Lived in a car. Um, he used to cook food at the twenty four seven gym. He went to. He would take his foreman from his car, take it into the locker room, plug it in, and cook his meals there. Oh wow! Yeah, so he uh, he lived a very rough and interesting life, and glad everything's going better now. Mm-hmm. Just another work your way from the literally from the bottom. bottom. The and now crazy. and now he's here. Yeah, <laughs> Drake. Anyways, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, so Pac ended up winning that match, and Pac cut a promo towards the end. Yep. And he basically was saying, you know, Mox only has one eye. He's not going to be able to play or play. He's not going to be able to <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking of like NFL playoffs. <laughs> uh, he's not going to be able to wrestle, and therefore he should get a title shot right away against uh, Jericho. Of well, then Moxley didn't like that. <laughs> no, and where was Moxley at the time? When he was in the back about? of the ambulance, mm-hmm. and of course now he had blood on I his know. face. I didn't like, catch that. That was interesting. His towels had blood on them. They were blood soaked. And then he had like an eye patch kind of thing on. And of course he was not having that when he heard it. And they were about to leave in the ambulance. And he said, hell no, let me out. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, he gets out of the ambulance and comes out and says, I'll fight you with, he if said, I'm blind in both eyes. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you know, so. Um, Is there any chance that Moxley loses? Is there any chance? No. 100% all the way. Moxley yeah. wins. Yeah. Okay. You have to. And then I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance that Jericho retains at Revolution yeah, against Moxley? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah, I actually... I mean, we don't need to do those predictions just yet. No, I know. I'm just kind of... I wanted to get your uh, re- yeah, take I do. right now. He has like five, six people on his side. Moxley doesn't have anybody. Right. True. So... Yeah, I think there could be a strong possibility that Jericho retains. I guess it. I'm sure we'll hear more by the time, like what Jericho's doing. Is he going to be available? Kind of thing. Right. Um, you know how that is. Of he's, course. He's a busy guy. Um, so we might have a little more insight. But we'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll discuss that more when. Right. So all in all, it. Bash at the Beach. I night. thought it was it was a very yeah it was a really good night it was a good night I mean, yeah there was there were some low spots but that's with any match. Uh, there's low spots in but WWE not, all the time. But yeah, not much though. I mean, the two hours were pretty went by pretty quick. Jam packed with good stuff. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. So uh, now we'll move on to uh, we'll Let's, we'll talk about Raw. Raw, yeah. This since is Raw. Raw happened this past week, and this is Thursday night, so we're not really going to touch on SmackDown too much. Yeah. Because really, SmackDown is just going to be a continuation of all the storylines we covered last week. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of focus a little bit more on Raw uh, mm-hmm. for this for this latest episode. Yeah, and um, Raw opened up with a three-man uh, battle or match. Triple threat match, yeah. yeah. thank you. Um, <laughs> it was AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. My man, my so man. So throwing in Drew McIntyre in there. Yeah. Um, and who was the winner? My man. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. So I don't know if you guys heard last week's episode, but Kyle really is, or was it last week's? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I'm sorry. We don't, we don't have that Forgetting. many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> He's predicting that Drew McIntyre is going to get like a big push this year. So um, and right now, my prediction looks great. Yeah, so that was pretty good that he beat Randy Orton and AJ Styles because right. they're usually pretty on top. Both of them are. Both of them are. Yeah. yeah so um, any one cleanly 
Yeah. So, good job, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Great job, Drew. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll, I'll look forward to see his ascension to the top. I hope it does happen because uh, that'll just make me look even smarter. I think they need that top guy, though. They don't really have that on Raw right now. I mean, Brock Lesnar's always, I guess, on top, but you don't see him every well, He week. made his annual yearly appearance yeah, on Raw as yeah. well. Well, we'll talk about him in a minute. But... Right, but to kind of wrap up the whole Drew McIntyre yeah. fanboy talk from my end, <laughs> I'll admit it, I, I love the guy. I love where he's going. I think I think he, he could be, hopefully should be, and will be a great uh, champion for the uh, WWE because he's been with the company for a long time. I, yeah. know, I know there's a time where he went away, but early on, uh, Vince McMahon was a huge fan of his, and it's obviously continued. I can see why. When, like we, I've said we when we saw him in person, he was just he oh, really stood out to me in person. My God, and he's just funny. He's good with the crowd. Mm-hmm. He can, t- I mean, he can talk. I know he has a thick yeah, accent, very but, thick accent, but you you yeah. understand him. Yeah, so but he'll get a good push. All right, good. Good. I'm not biased at all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. And then another match that happened last night was uh, Charlotte Flair versus, I love her last name's Logan. Mm-hmm. I forget Sa- her first Sarah name. Logan. Sarah Logan. Thank you. Um, Part two. I guess I kind of don't really pay attention too much about Sarah Logan yet. So what happened was last week on Raw, it was the same match. Yeah. But Sarah Logan came out and got some really good looks into Yeah, Charlotte. and was like messing with Charlotte's. And um, we were surprised. Like, this is a squash for, match. Like, like Charlotte's going to. cape or whatever you call oh, yeah, it. She, yeah. yeah. She was like, you know, stomping on it and stuff. So that's, I guess, the start of this little feud. And then they. And then, but, but here's the thing, though. So I was kind of wondering about this. So last week on Raw. I thought maybe they were kind of giving you know Logan a, a tiny push that like she may be relevant for maybe the Royal Rumble, be like maybe True. like a really big dark horse to win it, which I don't think she she would. But you know, it's good to maybe build mm-hmm. up people like that even if it doesn't work because mm-hmm. what it does is it just creates more uh, attention. Like oh wait yeah she mm-hmm. actually had a really good match with Charlotte mm-hmm. last week, um, but then this past week Charlotte just dominated her. Yeah, so it's like it was almost so like know. well what was the purpose of that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It was like two totally different matches between yeah. last week and this week. So it was like trying to show that Charlotte's like pissed and no one can mess with her stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think they're still trying to figure out what to do with Charlotte because right now Becky Correct. is she doesn't really ha- She doesn't have a, like a feud and there's not – I don't feel like there's a lot of women on Raw right now. So I that's probably why they're doing this. But I mean maybe we'll – I don't know. We'll see. They need to take some women from NXT. They have a whole bunch of them. There's about 15 of them that could... That are great. They're very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And there's even a lot on SmackDown still, so we'll see. Or maybe they're just going to push more with Sarah Logan and maybe some other girls, but that's all. So then after that, um, you know, Brock Lesnar makes his yearly debut. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he's done like tw- two weeks in a row, surprisingly. I can't believe it. <laughs> and he's going to be at Royal Rumble, so... Yeah, we're seeing one. him. We're seeing him a lot in January, actually. Yeah. Um, but he came out, I think, just to show his presence. I don't know really yeah, well, what the that's reason what he always was. Does. That he, he shows his presence. Paul Heyman cuts a, a yeah. promo about. But I want you to talk about what happens. At this. Yeah. So Heyman comes out, cuts a promo that Lesnar is going to be number one in the uh, entrant in the Royal Rumble. He's going to win. Blah 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 blah. All of a sudden, our truth comes out. <laughs> So of all people, <laughs> so I'm already random. hooked at this point, you know, because we everyone loves. I don't think I've met or read anybody that does not like our truth. Mm-hmm. The guy is a national treasure when it comes to professional wrestling. He just 
he's just hilarious. Uh, so he comes out, he takes the mic, and he and he de- he declares himself to go in the Royal Rumble, and he says, "Paul, I'm gonna throw you over the top rope." <laughs> Something to that effect. Don't quote me on that. And Paul just had this puzzled look <laughs> on his face, and he goes, "I'm not in the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar is." And Archer just had like the best reaction facially, yeah. and. He goes, oh, then I undeclare. He goes, I don't want to go to Suey Falls City. Suey <laughs> Falls City? Which, uh, it's like in like South Dakota or something. Yeah, right, which we all know uh, it's Suplex City. But again, that just, <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, oh, Archer is so ridiculous. Then he started doing his rap, you know, what's up, what's <laughs> up. And then next thing you know, Brock Lesnar has him above his shoulders, you know, pulls, does the F5. Yeah. And then Lesnar gets the microphone. Holds it up and he's looking over, looking up, looking down on our truth on the ground, and he goes, "That's what's up." And it was that was a, that was Rock a great Lesnar segment. Never talks. No, and that was just a great segment. I'm like still laughing just thinking back to our truth's face and what he said, and just <laughs> that he thought that Paul Heyman was going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's just you, oh, that was funny. You can't make that up, but I guess you can. <laughs> but another thing that um, I talked to Kyle, I guess like. So, by the way, I know that you don't see video right now, but Jamie is literally like in like tears, crying. crying. It was just funny because our truth just does that. <laughs> it was just hilarious. Um, but essentially, like Brock Lesnar could have won the twenty four seven title, right? And he, well, he, he looked at it. Remember, he looked he at it, he it held it up, and I was like, "No freaking way! Is he gonna take that title? Because oh I'm God. like, he's never gonna lose it." <laughs> yeah, but because um, like, that would make a great storyline. Who's gonna approach him and try to pen him? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And I, I just don't think he's around enough to be able to do it, but uh, he ended up just looking at it and throwing it on our truth. Well, it went to commercial break, and I don't think okay. you know this, but oh, maybe not. when it went to commercial break, uh-huh. we didn't see this, but Mojo Raleigh came out and penned our truth. Oh, he no. He has a 24-7 I, oh, okay. title right now. No, I didn't. Yeah. I must have missed that. But I'm sure he'll, it'll make its way back yeah. to, the, to the rightful owner, so then he can be a 31-time, 31st, however you would say it, 31-time, 24-7 champion, yeah. right? Well, so now I, now I kind of hope our truth still is in the Royal Rumble, just because I know you know it's going to be like a quick out from Brock Lesnar. What if he? What if he eliminated? It'll never happen. What I if know. he eliminated Brock? Be insane. The crowd would go absolutely nuts. It would be like Attitude Era esque. Yeah, that would be insane. But it's yeah, it's not going to happen. No, I we know. Wait, we can wish. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be great. What? Yeah, and another episode of what should happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take the next uh, segment. Oh God. Um, once again, another match between Rusev and Bobby Lashley. I think this is 90, 95th, 96th, maybe. I don't know why they're still going on with this. I'm so over this whole storyline, but, um, uh, Bobby Lashley won. Uh, I can't say that I paid really close attention to the she match. Didn't. You, you, it was more I mean, of you just didn't want to, and I totally understand why, like, a lot of people I know did. Lana was there. I'm sure Liv Morgan was well, out Liv there. Liv Morgan came out right at the end. Okay. Here's what happened. You might want to actually go back and watch this. Yeah, I mean. Lana threw like a whole thing of Coke or soda oh. on Liv Morgan. I really just, wasn't paying. beat her up. Oh, I really threw wasn't. Threw her up against like the. Pay attention to this. The ring and everything, yeah. Huh. And so then they later on said. So are they going to match? a mixed tag match next week on Raw. Oh, God. Great. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess they're, I don't know what they're doing, but we'll yeah, tune in next Monday. They, yeah, I don't think they know. <laughs> And again, this is not, you know, us blasting the talent. It's just... No, actually, I love all those 
I love all of them. It's amazing what you can do with this talent. It's amazing what you can't do with this talent. And I really like Rusev now, too. So I kind of want him to get out of this hole. Well, and here's the thing. And don't get me wrong. I'm not blasting today's wrestling in general, especially in WWE. Like, they're, they're shitty storylines in the Attitude Era. Oh yeah. One that I can think of right off the bat. I know you know you're gonna I know. I think I know which one you're gonna say. Yeah, when the hand was delivered. Yeah, Mark Henry's baby. Yeah. I mean So stupid. If you haven't seen that you have to go back. I, I, I can't say exactly what year, but I know. it was I don't Attitude Era. Whatever we were watching. We we randomly watched They showed the delivery a pay per view and then we watched the Monday night raw. Oh, and that's what? when it happened. It happened on Monday night raw. Was was it uh oh, I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, so if you can so actually, stupid. if you can find it, please do and watch it because I want you to watch Mark Henry's reaction. Like he he cannot contain, contain himself. himself. He's like dying laughing, laughing during the actual segment of the delivery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back to Monday Night Raw. Then there was a contract signing for um, the women's championship title for Becky Lynch and Oscar. Mm-hmm. So obviously. Becky and Oscar out in the ring. Um, what do you think about Becky's outfit? I mean, there's two things that came to mind. Well, it's the past few weeks she's been wearing this yellow and black <laughs> guitar combo. thing. Well, three things. Pittsburgh Steelers. Number two, Kill Bill movie mm-hmm. series. And number three, looks just like Bro from NXT. He wears mm-hmm. that same outfit. So I don't yeah. know what they're really trying to do there. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless... They had Whatever. the signing. Yeah. You know something's going to happen. There's never a signing in history that just signs and it's everybody clean. walks yeah. away. So, Asuka. Asuka actually got hers. Like, she won up Becky. Yeah, she, well, she sprayed her. Green mist. spit stuff yeah. in her spit face. Spit stuff, yeah. What do you call it? Mist is a better way to put it. Yeah. And, of course, um, the medical people had to come down and provide medical attention to her but, eyes yeah. and all that. I saw, I did say this. I'm not going to take the ownership of it, but. Somebody on Twitter said, well, if Becky would have kept her original character, she would have had the goggles on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I miss her old character, actually. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) That's really true. But I think that, not that promo, but that that storyline is actually a really good one. Mm -hmm. And Becky is not being Asuka yet. And they keep keep building that. Yes. So that makes me think that Becky's going to retain. Yeah, she will. But nonetheless, Asuka is very, very good in the ring. I would probably argue Betty that better than Becky, but Becky does have the character down, mm-hmm. and the crowd the just cr- loves yeah, Becky. The people. I mean, can't really do no wrong, yeah, or say no wrong about yeah. her. The man can't go wrong. Um, so then after that, uh, there may have been some filler matches, but one of the last matches of the night was a fist fight match. Yeah, does never happen, right? Yeah, quote unquote. I don't know what you call every other match. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the exact meaning. When there is actually. You know, punches. Fist fight. Um, but it basically just meant it was no DQ. Yeah. So I don't... Whatever. They wanted to give it a new name. That's fine. And it was the AOP and Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and the Big Show. Yep. And a lot of people are still thinking that Big Show was going to turn. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, oh. people thought it was going to happen when he first uh, came back. Oh, okay. And then people thought it was going to happen on Raw. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't hear that. that didn't happen. No, they actually, yet, Rollins no. got another person to join his mm-hmm. disciples, so to speak. Yeah, so it it was um, 
So basically, while they were wrestling, Buddy, Buddy Murphy came out mm-hmm. and helped Seth Rollins and the AOP. Sure did. So is this like a... Are Action. they trying? Yeah, are they trying to collect more people for their little posse over here, or do you think? Posse. I hope. Do you think like the four of them is going to be it, or what? What's gonna? I I I don't know the answer to that, or but what do you I think? I I like that it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean I think when you and I grew up watching wrestling, you know, you had NWO, you had DX, you had Nation of Domination, you had all these groups. Yeah. Of uh, wrestlers, and right now the only one I can really think of. It was NXT's Undisputed Era, and then, of course, Inner Circle, the AEW. But yeah, that's kind of what WWE doesn't really have... They don't have anything more than, like, three people. Right, For the right. most part. So I, I think it's refreshing. Yeah. But but like you said, so what does that mean? Like, uh-huh. are there going to be more groups that are going to be formed to go up against them? Maybe. Yeah. Are they done growing the group, or... Or is it just a know? one-time thing? Yeah. But they okay. sure made it seem like Buddy Murphy's a part of the group. Part they all raised hands together, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know... Monday Night Messiah, he just keeps adding to his group, to his disciples. <laughs> Do they have a name yet for their group? I don't know yet. Okay, okay. Maybe they haven't decided yet. Right. I just know that he calls himself the Messiah. So he's the leader, huh? Yeah. <laughs> of this group. <laughs> well, I mean... So Raw was pretty good. I you know, know. Just, like, just like Bash the Beach. There's some low points, there's yeah. some high points. Yeah. I still think three hours is way too long, but that's a whole nother... Uh, yeah. argument or debate. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's a debate. I don't think anybody wants it to be three hours, to be it's honest. It's too long. Yeah, and they put just a lot of fillers and commercials and blah, blah, blah. If it was three hours of greatness, but it's hard like, to Yeah, do. like when pay-per-views are three, four hours, that's great because they're... Or WrestleMania have... is like seven. Yeah, <laughs> seven hours. They have a lot of good content, though, so every single week it's hard to fill in good content for three hours. Well, and WWE has a talent problem, and I mean that mm-hmm. they have... Too, too much talent. They really yeah. do. Yeah. And it's a great problem, and it's also not a, a great problem. Because you have these guys that you know came from either the independent circuit or another wrestling promotion, mm-hmm. and they were like the best thing there, and then now they're here, and it's just like, all right, yeah. you're going to go run around in a circle and chase R-Truth, whoever has the 24-7 title at the time. Mm-hmm. But they'll figure it out. If not, those guys will go to AEW. <laughs> at least I hope they do. And that's it. <laughs> All right, well, is it game time? It is game time. Which one do you want to play tonight? All right. Um, let's go back to one of our originals we haven't played in a while. Uh, let's do a word association. we got to think of a better name. What do you, I don't know. No, I know. I, I just... We're going to play the word association game. <laughs> All right. Come on down. Tell them what he's won. All right, so I'm going to give you the first one. So, okay, okay word, association, word association game. Essentially, we all know what it is, but I'll go ahead and give you the, the background of it. Jamie or I are going to say one word, and we need to associate that word, or also adjective, mm-hmm. for all you scholars out there, uh, to a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to give Jamie the first one, and I'm going to give I'm going to give you handy. Handy. Yeah. So when you think of the word handy, what like, like definition do you think? Like of? Like handyman. Okay. Women can do so, it too. Okay. Yeah, handy woman. So like a lumberjack. It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Huh, so who can like fix my pipes? I don't know. <laughs> cut Ky- down some, Kyle cut, Miller. Cut down some trees. <laughs> hmm. Um. I mean, if I had to pick somebody, I instantly go with 
Eric Rowan because he wears all like that plaid and the overalls. <laughs> like he just looks like he goes out and chops down trees. Looks like, like he had very, a show on HGTV. A very houses. handy man. Like I feel like he could just go in and just put some shelves up and yeah, redo some stuff. So. I think, okay. I think he's a pretty good handyman. So, okay, I like that one. <laughs> Eric Rowan, handyman. Maybe in his cage, it's just tools. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, my turn. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you... Let's see, what word do I want to give you? Mm. How about flirtatious? Okay. Let's see here. I'm gonna throw a name out there. It's gonna throw you off. It's not a former. We never decided. We never uh, defined if it was gonna be a current or former wrestler. So I'm gonna go with a former wrestler, and that is Val Venus. Oh, I remember him. Yep. Hello, ladies. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that, and that soft core porn music would yeah, play yeah, yeah, for yeah. his intro or yeah, his entrance music. I do kind of remember that. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Well, that's a good one. Also, earlier we were talking about terrible storylines. There's a storyline where. Someone chopped off his penis. Oh, jeez. I swear to God. Yeah, that was a storyline. Oh, God. So there you go. That's awful. Anyways, so Val Venus, I say flirtatious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Of course, I would have thought you were going to pick Dolph Ziggler. Well, I'm trying to be basic. different. I'm not trying to be basic. I know. I know. You weren't. You went out of the box on that one. I'm going to challenge you to go on the bo- out of the, bo- in the box out of the box here. Okay. I mean, this one. This is this is like a lob uh-huh. in basketball, doing an alley oop, or this is just like a you know soft pitch you can hit out of the hit out of the park. Okay. All right, here you go. Creepy. Okay. Gee, who can you even think? I of? know, I know. So I want to try to think older, and I can okay. think of something in my mind, but I don't know his name. But if I tell you what he did, you. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. The guy that eats the worms. Oh come on! You know his name. Babe. I forget. Okay, it's 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 a <laughs> it's considered a monster in Halloween. Monster in Halloween. The boogeyman. Yes, the boogeyman. Oh, the boogeyman. He's creepy. <laughs> you just don't like that video I posted. No, I hate one. that video. It's the creepiest video. Legit I mean, obviously the fiend is pretty damn creepy too, but. Him eating those worms and stuff, and he was just a creepy guy. His eyes were gigantic. Well, I he was like probably the, wearing. I didn't like the boogeyman. What do you call him? I don't know. Contacts. Doesn't make his eyes big. Well, could be. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with boogeyman okay. as my creepy wrestler. All right. All right. Let's do one more. Um, who would you consider to be powerful? Powerful. Proud and powerful. <laughs> Let's see here. There's a lot of names mm-hmm. going through my head. I'll, okay, so you want me to do a current or a former wrestler? Do current, because we just did two formers. Okay, and I'll explain why I chose this person. Okay. I'm going to say Adam Cole from NXT. Okay, why? <laughs> Thank you for being so curious and asking why. <laughs> I know you really wanted to. Uh yeah, he's the leader of the Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. his faction. Every single one of those members has gold around their waist because of him. Mm-hmm. Oh. He is the NXT champion. Mm-hmm. He also invaded Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. for the build-up of Survivor Series. And he's married to a dentist. Oh, really? <laughs> a dentist? That's well, it's funny. Britt Baker from AEW. Oh. But that's oh. her character. I don't, oh. I don't know if she's a real dentist or not, to be honest. 
Probably not. <laughs> Either way, I think he's a very powerful man. I do. I do like your point that everybody in his little faction all have has a belt. Mm-hmm. And he's the oh. ringleader behind him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of names. I, I could have gone course. super basic and said, you know, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon. I could say Dwayne Johnson. The, the Rock. That's who I was originally thinking. But I yeah, it's basic. Or I was thinking John Cena, or too. Or Vince McMahon. Be even more basic. Yeah, yeah. No, I gotcha. Trying to be a little different. Good pick. I'm sure uh, Triple H would be very impressed that you picked Adam Cole. Thanks. <laughs> so, Hunter, Hurst Helmsley, if you're out there listening. All right. So that about wraps up our 11th episode here at Into the Ropes, your pro wrestling escape podcast. Hope everybody out there has a great rest of their week and a restful and fun weekend with whatever you do. Be safe. But also, too, just a reminder, please uh, go ahead and leave us a review or a rating on wherever you listen to these to these podcasts on mm-hmm. and you know, share the love let all your pro wrestling uh fellow fanatics let them know about this podcast so we can help us grow and make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter at into the ropes you got it all right take care everybody